What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today, my guest is someone who basically made a shirt and then built an empire. Stick around for this one. It's going to be interesting. Let's go. guys doing i hope you guys are having a great week great weekend whenever you're listening to this show have a cup of coffee sit back relax and listen to the sound of my voice because today we have a very special guest uh someone who made me basically log on to his online store and sweep out whatever he had and then made me realize that oh man i think i'm broke but um <laughs> this guy has got a really really inspiring story ladies and gentlemen today we have on the show his name is ck and he's the owner and founder of ox white welcome to the show hi Jimmy. <laughs> So, am I am I pronouncing your name right, CK? Yes. What's Perfect. what's what's CK short for? Chi Kyung. Chi Kyung. If you say Chi Kyung, there will be like so many people. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's very so, common. I see. And okay. Well, just can you just tell our listeners, you know, your background? You know, what is it you do? Right now, I started an apparel company mm-hmm. that help Asian people looks good feel good affordably. So happened, I started with a white shirt mm-hmm. uh, that two and a half years ago almost, yep. uh, to, to help Asian men at the time to look good and have the confidence. So uh, bring forward uh, two and a half years now. So we have became um, a lifestyle company. Yeah. Uh, have selling everything from white shirts to t-shirts, pants, underwear, uh, some household products and, and, and enable us to really help our Asian consumers to, to buy goods uh, at a premium quality, but much affordable price. Yeah, I mean, congratulations. Oxwide has become, like, you know, a lot of people basically buy Oxwide. The younger generation these days, they, they, they kind of want something that's very, um, you know, number one, good quality. Good quality. Number yes. two, good price. Good price. It's the Malaysian mentality. But I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm very surprised to why you decided to basically only market it and target it towards Asian, the Asian people, mm-hmm. rather than you know clothing companies. They always want to build a T-shirt or anything or pants, and they want to market global. Like I want to hit the American market. I want to hit, I want to hit the the the, the world uh, market, the global market. You know that that that's the only way for me to kind of be successful and, and you know make a lot of money. So why did you go to that route? It has to go back to my personal story. Mm-hmm. So while I was working for someone, mm-hmm. um, I, I always want to look good, yep. but I can never afford to look good uh, oh. at work uh, to have a proper suit and tie, uh, especially when I travel away yeah. for work. So a lot of international brands that you know of at the time, uh, actually they make for Western physique, not mm-hmm. Asian physique. So even you can buy the shirt size that fits your collar size, yep. but your sleeve length and shirt length is totally out. Yeah. So uh, then if you look for alternative, which is the local brand, uh, they often lack of quality. Yep. So, uh, and then it came to me that, you know, I want to make a brand, uh, started a brand that, that help Asian people, that, that have something mixed for Asian people, start with a quality. Right. And then in a price point, they can afford because through my survey and to my work experience, a lot of luxury goods or premium goods, actually, they are not expensive to make. Mm-hmm. They are just expensive to sell. Exactly. So they, they, 
the reason why they're expensive is because of the name. <laughs> yes, and and a lot of distribution and retail channel, uh, multiple layers, and yep. that have to build in margin for that. Mm-hmm. So that what increased the price. So from where I was came from, uh, retail industry yep. or fashion retail industry, I, I did knew that by you just paying slightly more mm-hmm. in the manufacturing side, you can get a lot more better quality. Right. And the best part of all these manufacturers who make for big brands, they are based here in this ASEAN region yeah. in China. So why can't I start a brand, you know, make for ASEAN people to begin with and, and produce in ASEAN and let our ASEAN people enjoy it. So yeah. it's that simple idea that, that sparked me to, to start something cater for ASEAN people because that journey through back for me, one of my traveling. Right. Okay. So um, in Japan, for example, when Uniqlo started, yeah. it's cater for Japanese. Oh, so yeah, they, you're they, right. They, they, they started at the time more than 10 years ago when Japanese people always brand conscious. Mm-hmm. They, they only buy international brands. Yeah. So when Uniqlo started, they want to make something affordable, timeless, basic, but high in quality. Yeah. So they started out with that in Japan. But then when the brand export to overseas, yeah. like this, our country, yeah. it has become not so affordable. It has become a brand. Mm-hmm. So... I want to go back to how Uniqlo started in Japanese market, but yeah. how would be Oxford started in Malaysian market that help Asian people. We would not have the disposable income like Japanese people. Yeah. For a Japanese people who make, let's say, uh, 15,000 ringgit mm-hmm. as a beginning to start the job, um, they can go into any Uniqlo yep. to pick up a 39 or 49 ringgit t-shirt yep. even without to looking at the price tag. Yeah. But where else, average Malaysian here earning about 3000 Or less. Or less. Yeah. They cannot just pick what they want. Yeah. So they only can choose one color or one size. So that, that make me want to do something about it. Because oh. when I look at it, the cost to make for a lot of premium product is not that high. I just have to figure out, you know, how to eliminate the middle person mm-hmm. so I can bring the product direct from manufacturer to consumers and Oxide ensure the quality, mm-hmm. ensure the good customer experience, and also ensure that the price is affordable. So, so that's that's how the idea came about. I see. I remember when you guys released your first uh, Oxide shirt. I feel like the, your marketing, your marketing, uh, your marketing strategy was actually really good. I think it's more of like you know you refer X amount of people and you get the shirt for free. Yes. Or you pay like a, I can't remember. It's something. It's either you 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 refer to X amount of people and you get the shirt for free. You become an ambassador and then you send you a few T-shirts, or you pay a really really low price for it. Yeah, you pay ninety nine cents. Yes, you successfully refer five of your friends. Five. Yeah. Yeah, validated and referred five friends. You can get a special invitation, uh, to to access our product for 99 cents for the first 1,000 people. I don't believe that your shirts cost 90 cents, 99 cents to make. I'm pretty sure it's more than that. It so why did you go with that route? I'm very curious because like, because in, in, that's how you guys got started and that's how the, 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 the young generations were talking about it. And to yes. be honest, right, you've also sparked some people that, hey, if these guys can do it, right, I, ca- I also want to start like a shirt brand. You did, because you know, one of them, I know them, he's like, oh, I want to be like Oxlite, you know? <laughs> Their strategy is damn good. Maybe I should do this strategy too. But like, yes. you know, what was your initial strategy at that point? You know, pricing something, like telling people like, oh, the minute you get five friends to click, you get it for 99 cents. 
Well, basically, it goes back to uh, the limited resources we have. Mm-hmm. So at the point, um, I gathered about 300,000, my own savings and my investors, my friends who supported me. Mm-hmm. So either these 300,000 go to produce the product yep. or we use it for marketing right. and to sell the story and hopefully people pre-order them. Right. So, so um, because after we found a manufacturer who can make it for us, yep. the minimum order quantity at the time they asked us to lock in is 20,000 pieces. Oh, wow. With one colors, five cutting, mm-hmm. non- non-negotiable. So, so at the time I was thinking, okay, this 200,000 I can use to deposit. Yep. And then when the goods arrive, then I figured out how to sell them. Mm-hmm. Or I do it like how Asia did it. Mm-hmm. Right? If Asia can use a few hundred millions ringgit worth of planes, yep. can sell a ticket for 99 cents to fly to Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Why can't I do that with my 50 ringgit shirts? Oh, wow. So that kind of sparked my, my I would say, inspiration. Right. Uh, you know, let's sell first. If Tony can, you know, if Asia yeah. can pre-sell the seat, yep. at the time it's still unheard of, why can't I pre-sell my shirts so I can use the money, the 300,000 I have, to do some marketing about it. So part of the 99 cents campaign was inspired by Asia. So mm-hmm. I remember back to like seven or eight years ago, when people come back from vacation, yeah, uh, especially flew with Asia, first thing they said, oh my God, Jenny, you didn't know that? Mm-hmm. You know, I just came back from Bangkok. It's, the flight is unbelievable. It's 99 cents. The word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. Even they tell about their how or know what they did in Bangkok. So yeah. they tell about their flying experience. So right. that caught my attention. Yeah, because people would obviously, oh, how much you spend? Uh? The last question was, oh, how much you spend for the flight ticket? Yes. And then that's where they kind of get a shock, right? Yes, yes. So so that that really inspired me. So I said, if Asia can do it, mm-hmm. why not Oxwhite? Let's do a bus around it. If we have thrown the bus and nobody still pick up, mm-hmm. probably this is a lousy idea. <laughs> <laughs> so so then I would not produce a shirt. Okay. So if, if I can throw in, let's say 1,000 people, uh, at 99 cents and yeah. I use it as a marketing, you know, the way I treat it is like a marketing fund. Right. I promote the brand, uh, subsidize it. Yep. And that that works. Uh, we we get about 60,000 sign up. I, I, won't, I, I won't lie. My brother-in-law actually uh, WhatsApp me the link and told me to click on it. Yes. I clicked on it and I saw refer five friends and I took advantage of it. <laughs> I decided to go on Twitter and tweet it. And with it, I mean, like within an hour, I got an email. Congratulations, you are now, because uh, like if you get five friends to click, you get it for 99 cents. But if you yes. get more than that, you get a free supply, a year yes, supply yes, yes, of Ox White. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah, yes, so yes. I, got, I, got, I got a year supply. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I took advantage of it. Yeah. And then when the product, the, like for me was, okay, I won't lie, I was a little bit skeptical at first. I felt like yes. it was very much like those Kickstarter campaigns, like those Indiegogo campaigns where yes. they sell you something so great, but the, they, when, when the product comes, it's crap. Yes. It's like, you know, you know, Indiegogo, they are very good at m- making a marketing video that will basically catch your attention and then make you splurge money because I've done it. So I've done so lah, right? I've spent so much money. The product come right. It's like shit. Yeah, seriously. And I, yes. I lose, I lose so much faith in all these things. And for me, Oxwhite at that point to me, uh, felt like another Kickstarter campaign. But the fact was, it could pos- potentially cost you either 99 cents 
or nothing. So yes. I was like, for me, it's like the curiosity made me click it. Yes. To, it's like, hey, like, I'm going to contribute into this company losing more money. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like after, it's so funny because after when I got the, the shirts and uh, funnily enough, I, I went out I, and I knew that it was a big buzz because like, you know, a lot of people were sharing it. A lot, my friends list. Yeah. You get people like, hi, you, okay, this is their post. Hi guys, help me click this link, please. I only need five. Much appreciated. <laughs> or more. Because everybody was trying to get a free shirt. Yeah. And, and, and going back to what you said, uh, you know, Asians uh, in Malaysia particularly, you know, they, they want something premium but affordable. Yeah. And that was what people were doing. They were taking advantage of the opportunity of getting people to click on the link so that they'll get a free year supply of Oxwhite shirts. And that was, yes. for me, to me, I felt that, wow, that was actually a very successful marketing <laughs> campaign, man. <laughs> Whoever came up with that marketing campaign, yeah, I think, I, I hope, I hope that guy's got a very big fat bonus. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yes. good on that. And, and right now, okay, what's your customer base like right now? Uh, up to date, up to date, we have about hundred and five thousand. Oh, yeah. Because of the nine nine, um, we we on that month alone, we we cross another ten thousand customers. Wow. So, so yes, now we have about hundred and five thousand. So throwback, um, December last year. Yeah. We have only twenty two thousand customers. Oh wow! So in less than a year, you you went up to a hundred over thousand customers. Yeah, who bought our products? I know. How how did that? Okay, how did that? How did that suddenly just take off? I would say from us pivoting from formal shirts, yes, uh, into a lifestyle product and casual products. Mm-hmm. So um, we did white shirts and formal shirts and formal pants for about one and a half years. Yes, and we saw that the customer growth is kind of very slow and almost stagnant. Yeah. Because uh, men generally only buy four shirts a year through our survey, formal shirts. So, so and our, our database has shown that our customer actually have bought more than four. Mm. A lot of customers have more than four. So we cannot change consumer behavior. Right. So, so then we say, okay, let's, let's do something else. Let's, let's, sell something they would buy every month thing. So then we came up with underwear, shirt, <laughs> pants, okay. All right. that, that people never have enough of. And because we focus on quality, right. we focus on comfort, we focus on affordable, uh, that where customer really love us and, and customer kind of grew. Especially um, the way I would say um, the, the next quarter of our marketing strategy, yes. how I see thing is I make friends with my customers from inside out. Right. So I'm not sure about you, but a lot of our customers get to know our brand right. from underwear. Oh. Panties. So because that is very least resistant for these customers. Okay. So it's $14.90 yeah. uh, for women to get a, a pair of, of very high quality underwear that makes in Bangkok. Yeah. Uh, the manufacturer who also makes for employer money. Same material, same workmanship. And I sell fourteen ninety for two. Oh wow! So for the guys, it's the same. Mm-hmm. So fourteen ninety, but they get one piece. Uh, it's, it costs more to make. Mm-hmm. So that's how we mix friends with our customers. So uh, they can be skeptical. They never heard of the brand, but yeah. they log in a website. Wow, fourteen ninety, no brainer. You know, uh, worse is it doesn't fit, and then click it, and then they exceed the expectation when they receive the packaging. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they keep coming back, and then they try t-shirt. 
once they like it, they try towers, they mm-hmm. try a lot more products. So our average uh, cut size is relatively large. Right. Uh, they don't just buy one items. Uh, and I saw it on your desk. You you, you bought multiple <laughs> items. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that okay. What you just explained was my 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 purchase behavior on your website. I went there. Yeah. I was okay. How okay? So I got your shirts, but I didn't wear them because I'm not I'm not very much of a formal guy. Yeah. I just got the shirts because you know I got them for free. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw like such a cheap skit right now, but yeah. Okay. You know I'm proud of it. You know. Um. I got your shirts. I did wear them for some events and I did bump into some people actually wearing Oxwide as well yes they saw that little seam uh, the, the little yeah, uh, yeah. line yeah and they're like oh you're wearing Oxwide I'm like oh oh you know what I mean like <laughs> oh all of a sudden like oh we are summer gang and I was like uh, then that's why we kind of sparked the conversation but then again I didn't really think much about it and then I think uh, I can't remember what sparked something sparked me to go to your website I think like it was a Facebook ad or something it was a t-shirt because I okay I'll be very honest. I every time I go overseas, I tend to want to buy one T-shirt or two T-shirts that's new. I shoot a lot of videos, so yes. I want something to be a travel a travel purchase. I was like, yes. yeah. So I go to Uniqlo and I buy their crew T-shirts, and then I'll wear them once, and then like after washing them, they'll never fit again. Mm. Maybe because I put on weight, but <laughs> um, I, I look. I, I am a re- really huge fan of Uniqlo. I still wear their stuff until today. I buy their stuff. I yes, buy their they, crew they T-shirts. Make, they make quality. Yeah, they make quality T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, then um, you know when you start searching for stuff, you know Facebook, they kind of spy on you, yeah. so they kind of understand your behavior. Yeah. And then people like Oxwide, like, ha! I kind of uh, know what you do. So I think I got a, and I used, and then I think like before Oxwide, I was buying a lot of other T-shirts. Like I'm not sure if you heard of Cuts Clothing. Cuts, yep. Yeah, and they're really expensive. Yeah. The, what I wanted from Cuts Clothing was they had, I was searching for those t-shirts where had a very long, um, what did they call it? The bottom part here? Yeah. 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 The, the very elongated t-shirt because yeah. it's a style, right? Yeah. You know, the swoop thing that covers your backside because mm-hmm. I've got a big backside. <laughs> so I think I started searching for all these things and all of a sudden I got pushed like a, like a, no, I got pushed an email from, from my last purchase from Oxy when I tweeted that, that link yeah. and I got got it. You you like then I clicked on it because it said T-shirts. Ah, so I, I clicked on it and I was like okay. Um and I looked at your normal crew T-shirts. I was like plain T-shirts. I was like mm, okay okay okay. Then I looked at your uh, then I went to your designer wear where you had this little tiny embroidery on your yeah. on the chest on the left. Yeah. And I saw like a little thunder kind of thing and I was like <laughs> oh that's cool. <laughs> so I was like mm. I like and and you know buying online it's really an experience because like in Uniqlo, I kind of buy L size. So I was like, ah, oh, should I trust these people? Buying, <laughs> shopping online is a nightmare because you buy something. I bought a lot of things from Facebook ads, trust me. And then half the time or most of the time they don't fit. So I got, I got the first t-shirt, it came. I wore it. I was like, oh wow, this is very comfortable. And immediately I went back to buy like 10 more. <laughs> <laughs> and not because like, you know, they were reason, okay, they were cheap. Like, look, you had, I, I, I got the quality. It was, okay, it was more premium than Uniqlo. That's for sure. The material was thicker. No, I mean, like, I'm not playing down Uniqlo, but for that kind of material and Uniqlo, you'd be paying about like 59 bucks or more. Yes. So, so this one, you're paying 39 bucks or less. Yes. And you have like a, sometimes like, oh, you get a discount voucher. All you people are very smart at marketing, oh, you know. Reviews. You get yeah. So that's where I bought more. And then when I got more, and every time you had a new color, I was tempted like, oh, I want this color, <laughs> that kind of thing. So whatever you just explained was amazing. And how long did it actually take you 
or your team to understand this consumer behavior? Or was it something you already knew? Or was it something that you had to work along the way to understand how consumers behave? I think we have to work along the way. Uh, we have few products that we launched that are successful. Mm-hmm. We also have products we launched that we fail. A fail means we didn't take out the rates like, you know. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, during the MCO, mm-hmm. we launched, we first launched the woman launch where it's a woman boxer. Yeah. To, for, for them to wear at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite skeptical. Actually, my brand, my team proposed to me uh, way back in January to produce this kind of launch where I say, I never seen people, women's wear launch wear. I, of course, I only have my wife as a reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, okay. so, so I asked my wife if you wear them. She said, no, no, no. So then I, 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 I did not often walk through the lingerie section or the okay. women wear section, right? Right. So I, I didn't know that kind of thing sells. Yes. So I quite skeptical at the time. Right. So to my surprise, when we launched, we sold out within about a week. Wow. Like a few thousand pieces. Okay. And customers keep asking more. Oh, wow. So today, women's uh, launch, where we call them, Love. we didn't call them women boxer, yep. uh, is one of the best sellers. Wow. Okay. Contrary to men, I know I myself wear boxer. I say, yeah, <laughs> this thing sure can sell. Yep. Bring more. <laughs> okay, but then to my surprise, uh, men's boxer just sell average. Selling Why average. is that? Okay, let's let's understand men's underwear buying behavior. Yeah, so so we sell more trunk mm-hmm. than brief. Trunk, so trunk, oh, the, the trunk, trunk. Brief is wait. Brief is the one without the one covering your thighs, right? The yes. like swimming trunks, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't so, like to wear so, that. So the, the the brief is the triangle one. Yes, yes. Yeah. So briefs, wait, briefs is the triangle while trunks is the, you know, I used to hate wearing briefs. My mom used to buy them for me. Actually, wait, I'm not sure if you agree with me on this, but you know, boys, right? Their underwears are all their parents buy for them. Man. Yes. <laughs> my mom used to buy all my underwear. Oh, my mom's going to be listening to this. <laughs> Every time I lose my underwear, I don't go out and buy underwear. You know, my mother buys for me. Yeah. Until I was, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Until I was like, almost like, 24. <laughs> hey, don't laugh at me. Yeah. Because you know why? Every day I'm so used to saying, Mia, have you seen my underwear? Because they do my laundry as so well. My mom does my laundry. Ma, so yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I went off tangent there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah. You, so, 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 yeah, for, for trunks, um, we, every 10 pieces of underwear, mm-hmm. eight piece will be trunk and two piece will be brief. Mm. So this kind of ratio, we, we didn't know. So, oh. so as we go along, so we sell like a lot, a lot of these t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, then also when we launched a long sleeve t-shirt, yep. response was so-so. So, mm. so it's, it's very hard to gauge because we cannot just see from in the eye of retail as a comparison. Mm-hmm. Some product are very much, first would be, uh, I would say a retail experience right. first. For yeah. example, when we launched the bra, yeah. uh, it, it is, we cannot expect we sell like 200 bras a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we sell much less than that. Yes. So because these are the consumers, people take time yeah. to, to switch brand. Very and, sticky product. And you're mostly online, right? Only online. Only online. Only so online. you see, to buy something so personal, mm-hmm. like a bra, okay, I wouldn't know because I don't wear one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and underwear, Okay, like we cannot really test underwears in store as well, but you can test out bras, right? You can test out bras. Yeah, so like, you know, how does, it's, it's tough. That's why I'm telling you that, you know, it's really tough to yes. buy clothes online, but you, yes. somehow you have managed to do it. Yes, so how we did it was the first, 
offer a 30 days, no question asked, exchange and return policy. As long as you don't cut the tax and you f- accept the underwear. Okay. Okay. All right. Because due to hygiene reason. Got it. Anything else, you can just pack it back and be happy to exchange for you or did a refund if you're not happy with the products. Number two, we have a very great customer experience team mm-hmm. uh, led by our team manager, uh, Annette. So she and her crew will make sure a customer attended from 9 in the morning until 12 midnight, seven days a week. So at any time, you can just you know put in question to email or our Facebook chat. Someone will reply to you. You know uh, you have concern with reading the size chart, so they they will assist you to make the selection. So, how also I managed to grow without the one eight hundred numbers or, yeah. or WhatsApp or or phone number? Yeah, is is we we really use a very small team yep. and grow to communication channel that we can manage through the email to the Facebook chat. So wow. because when people call, yeah. people expect answer right away. Oh. So so with that we, we have limited manpower for mm-hmm. now. We we can't do that. So so through the chat we can reply them five minutes later, one hour later, it's still fine. I and the, re- the conversation is recorded so somebody else can pick up and then carry on the conversation. Okay. Wow. That's how many how many people do you have behind your your uh, communications team answering all these emails and Facebook messages? Uh, for now, we have uh, four person full time <gasps> and three person part time. <laughs> because uh, after work hours, we okay. extend it until midnight. So right. uh, we have uh, some members that that have full time job, and then part time is after home. They at the comfort own home help us to reply customers and, and weekend as well. And for your like you know no questions asked return and full money refund. Mm. Out of everything that you've sold, you know, what was your percentage of returns? We are very proud to say that exchange and return is less than 3%. Oh, wow. So, well done. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. As contrary to um, some fashion brands, marketplace I know of, yeah. the return is 30%. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, one thing good is customer love our brand. So mm-hmm. for example, uh, even I have customer who wrote to me personally to my yeah. Facebook and ask, hey, I got the wrong, especially when we launched the the, the pants. Yeah. Um, because the pants is, a lot of guys doesn't know what size they're wearing. Right. So they got the wrong size. And then they are kind enough. I say, if you can help us, sell to your friend. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Sell you, send it back to us. Right. So yeah, some customer did that. And when we just launched the bra. Yep. And also the woman's shoe. Um, ballerina shoe mm-hmm. all these two products has even less than 1% return rate I think I think our customers some they got the wrong size right but I think they sell it to their friend because it's such a good product and as soon as all of these good product launch they sold out immediately so so customers say hey let's benefit my friend so, I see mm. but you know when you benefit your friends uh, the other friends are hey la, can la, second hand, la. <laughs> I hate this type of people you know, seriously yeah, yeah. they buy a t-shirt for 39 bucks right? oh I don't fit hey uh, you want this and, uh, uh, 30 can la. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate this type of people yes, but you know it happens yes, yes, yes. but okay you started off by making shirts when yeah. you at the, rewind to that first day where you said hey I want to make high quality shirts but affordable mm. did you already there and then plan that you were going to also branch out to t-shirts women's clothing whatever not no, I, I I think I'm pretty much like Amazon. You know? mm-hmm. Amazon, I don't think they figured out they're going to sell grocery today, anything else. Mm-hmm. When they started, I sell books before in my university days. Oh, wow. I started the bookstore. So I know how hard it is to sell books. Right. So today, 
by contrary, like you know, it is very very hard in the scale one to ten mm-hmm. to sell white shirts to men and ask them to wait three months initially. Yo, yeah, almost ten. Wow, it's very hard. Okay, uh, so by selling T-shirts, a lot of casual products, much easier. Uh, so you can see from it took us one and a half years to grow twenty-two thousand customers. Yep, and it took us nine months. Yeah, to grow the remaining eighty thousand. Oh wow! So and and the growth is is keep. It's going, it's going, it's going. Yes, yes. How long did it take for you to get for the first, uh, like a, how long did it take for you to get to your 22,000? One and a half years. And now in, in nine months, you, you basically quadrupled it by four times. Yes, yes. By, oh. by having the right product. As you, as you see, you, you go to Uniqlo store today mm-hmm. and a lot of the products are lifestyle anyway. Yeah. And the formal wear is petite, very small sessions. Mm. Yes. Yeah, because like nobody buys formal wear unless like, they need to go to a wedding or they need to go for a meeting or they need to go for an interview. I, I don't know. Like for me, I don't represent the majority or even the minority. I'm like maybe a small percentage. I hate wearing formal wear. Yeah. Because I don't look good. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I look good when I wear a coat because I hide my fats. <laughs> but you know, when I wear a white t-shirt and a tie, I almost instantly don't look good. Yeah. Seems if even today banks, right? Uh, after the M- after the MCO and yep. during the RMCO, bank have relaxed their uh, coat for, for uniform. Yep. So people can wear polo tee to work. So I, I, that's why we saw a spark in demand mm-hmm. in our casual category right. instead of our formal. Okay. Mm. okay so are all your customers only in Malaysia or like, you know, what's the percentage of Malaysia and the rest of the world? 92%. Uh, Malaysians. Oh, wow. And, and about 5% are from Singapore. Mm-hmm. And the right. rest... Singapore is so kiasu. They only give us 5%. You know? What is it? La? Your currency is so strong. We <laughs> haven't pushed that. You, oh, wow. Yeah, they, okay. We, we have not put effort there because because Singaporeans are more kiasu, <laughs> we have to make sure we can serve them well before oh. we... Because they will ask how they return the products, you know, okay. ask for defect. All these things, we have to be considered. Uh, we have the infrastructure back-end ready mm-hmm. to serve... Uh, these Singaporean customers. Okay. So, um, interestingly, we have customers from Russia, yes, from US, from England, from Australia, uh, the rest of the world. Hundred okay, hundred percent okay. Because you're on your website, you said that you know you guys are catering towards Asian Asians mm. in general. Mm. Are all these people Asians or like you know the Russian? Uh, by looking at the name, they are not Asian. Oh no, okay I, I don't know how they. My name is John <laughs> Rostinovkov. <laughs> and we also have people from India, mm. uh, but from us, right? Yeah, but but only thing now we did not expand a lot uh, to overseas was the the shipping rate is slightly high mm. for cu- this customer to purchase from us because it, we charge them eighty ringgit uh, to ship one way. Mm-hmm. So that that's quite. Um, yeah, that's that's expensive. But that's the same like us buying something from the states. They charge us twenty four dollars DHL. It's eighty, almost ninety ringgit over yes, here. Yes. So they should they should they should so, keep quiet la and pay the shipping la. <laughs> Their so, currency is so strong. So so, we will more aggressively you know expand overseas market. Right. Uh, when this international uh, e commerce shipment become more affordable. Mm-hmm. So for for example, today for me to ship something from Malaysia to ship to two pieces of shit in yep. the box to Bangkok from Kuala Lumpur to Bangkok. It cost me 80 ringgit. Wow. It's even more expensive. Cost to cost. Oh, wow. Cost to cost. Okay. I don't even make a sense of that. Uh, however, if I would ship from China mm-hmm. because they built the route uh, and this very high volume yep. from China 
Shenzhen or Guangzhou to Bangkok, same weight, same parcel, twelve ringgit. Mm. So one of the way for future for for Oxide is to grow is that we might have the fulfillment done in overseas. That means you have to station your warehouse at certain. So so we can take hubs. advantage of yeah we can take advantage of international shipment. Oh wow! So this is one of the. Uh, strategy we look for international growth. For now, products make elsewhere come to Malaysia first, right? Because ninety-two percent of our customers are still Malaysian. Right. I see. Wow. I mean, okay. So what? Bef- okay, before Oxwhite, I mean, it's very successful. I would assume it's successful. Thank you. Look, man, in my in my office, that's like twelve of us. One, two, three, four of us already wears it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, every we are talking every time we wear a t-shirt. Oh, is that a new one? Or oh, then you start going. To, you know, <laughs> it's that that word of mouth is very strong because you know, like for me, I've had people come up to me and touch my t-shirt, say, "What's this, huh?" <laughs> you know, you'd be like very awkward, it's like, "Oh, what material is this? How you buy from?" You know, then I yes. tell them, "Oh, it's Oxwhite." Um, and then like, oh, what's Oxwhite? You know what I mean? Actually, yeah. What it, what is Oxwhite? Why did you? How did you get that name, Oxwhite? Why did you? Like you know, wh- what were the stages of naming your brand? What did you have before, and what? How did you? How did it uh, eventually evolve into Oxwhite? Well, that is that is quite an interesting story. Yeah. So when we started, um, I do not have experience in in terms of trade names. Mm-hmm. So me and my f- partners, we came with a name called Potter Club. Potter Club. Potter Club. Sounds so By, fancy. Yeah, like Mr. Potter, right? Yeah. Very high end and gentleman. So, so we Google search. Yeah. Uh, we can. Nobody used the name Potter Club. Yeah. And, and then we can bought the potterclub.com domain. Okay. So I assume we have no issue right. to use that. So because our first shirt were produced in Bandung, mm-hmm. Indonesia, and they make for international big brands. Right. When they just about to produce the label, mm-hmm. they ask us to double confirm. CK, have you spoken to your lawyer? Mm. Is this label has been, you, have you done a trademark search on it? I see. I say no. But I, I, I asked Mr. Google, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say anything. Oh. So, so, so he said, no, I give you one more day before I proceed the label. Okay. Once I proceed, then it's high in volume. So you cannot say I'm going to change another label. Got so, it. So he give me one day and, and then I asked a lawyer friend, hey, just help me take a trademark search. I don't think any problem. Okay. Uh, within half a day, he came back to me, CK no, all came back negative. I cannot register this Porter Club anywhere in the world. Oh. Because Mr. Porter have, Mr. Porter Japan has trademark <sighs> in all classes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so, so it will be very high chance for you get rejected. I see. Okay. It's not hundred percent. No, it's it's a very high chance. So so the lawyer advised us to go with another name. So then within a day, since I have still half or a day left, so yep. we came up with a few more names. So one my one of my partners Zikang came up with this Ox White. So Ox White is Oxford. Yep. And white shirt. So our material is Oxford material and oh. white shirt. And the best part was. Oxwhite.com, the yep. domain is 990. Right. And when we Google Oxwhite, nothing came up. Zero. Okay. Nothing came but that's up. through Google. <laughs> yeah. So yep. if nothing came up, then you can um, domain that category. Right. Right. So it's not a common name. Okay. So then we asked a lawyer again to do a trademark search. It came out positive. Right. Yeah. Then we, we, we trademark it first and then send the label. Oxford. Ox, sorry. Oxford is the mater- material? Material. Yeah. Material. Oh, there's such things called an Oxford material. Yes. So, so Oxford shirt, white shirt. So Oxford white. Oxford Ox white. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so my my son confirmed the name. Mm-hmm. My my two years old son. <laughs> so, 
because prior to that, uh, we have two names to right. run up. So one is Ox White. Yes. One is called Cutaway. Cutaway. Cutaway is the name of a collar. It's right. more young collar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, but we add extra T. C U T T W A Y. So, me asking about I think hundred over friends. Yeah. Uh, you know to get their thought about the name. Those that English educated. Yeah. They choose Cutaway. Oh. They say more atas. I see. Okay. Because they know cutaway collar. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they yeah. They literally know that. And then those Chinese educated and Malay friends, they came back to me is Oxwhite. Right. And that time, I still have one hour to go before I give the answers to the manufacturer, which brand I'm you. Because cutaway and Oxwhite both are tradable. Yeah. We can register trademark for both. Got it. So then as I drove my son home from school, mm-hmm. um, he barely speak at the time. He's two years old. Okay. So I kind of say, I, I said, Jia Hao, uh-huh. uh, Papa want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And Papa got this two name. Tell me which one you like. Oh, so, wow. so I was driving. I was driving my car and then I asked him. So, so I started with Cutaway. Right. I said, Jia Hao, Cutaway. He, he did not respond to me. Okay. I said, Jia Hao, Cutaway. Okay. No response. All right. I said, then this is another name. Ox White. Immediately, I say Oxwhite. At the back, he say Oxwhite, Oxwhite, Oxwhite. <laughs> so, I figured out. Your subliminal my, marketing to kids. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I figured out if my two years old son yeah. can figure out, you know, to pronounce it. Yeah. I think this brand can go overseas. It's easier. It can go international. It's easier. Okay. So, any races, any education background can pronounce it. So, I have decided to go with Oxwhite. Because of your son. My son. I got to ask my two-year-old daughter <laughs> to help me decide whether I'm going to, you know, when I start a business, which one will make millions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Very interesting. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, yes. That's, a, that's a very humble story to how you got your name because most, yeah. time, most of the time, like, brand names are like, oh, we went through massive research according to blah, 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 blah. This stands for this. This stands for this. It's like, oh, my son chose this name for me. That's such a, that's such a simple story. Yes, yes. And before going into this, I mean, before going into this um, business of, uh, this is, what's this industry called? Uh, clothing industry. Yes. Right? Yes. What were you doing before that? Were you doing anything with, in relation to clothing industry? No, no. I, I was working in a watch, uh, retail and distribution company, a fashion watch. Oh, fashion watch. For, for more than 10 years. Wow. So, so it has nothing to do with apparel and fashion. Okay. But by happened, my mom is a tailor, mm-hmm. but she, she based in Kampong mm. and she made clothes for, for Malay people. Baju Melayu, Baju Kurung. So, so, so I was growing in that kind of environment. Oh wow! I never thought, you know, um, I I saw a barrel one day. So, so the opportunity came about uh, two and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah. When I, you know, uh, want to do something right. for myself, and and I decided to to tender resign and start a business. Oh wow! That must have been a very scary period of time for you. I mean, like. I'm not so sure, like, you know, what, what, uh, what, uh, kind of like, what's your role in your previous company? Maybe it was a high role or maybe. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, even yeah. so, you know, if it's not really that high of a role for you to take that leap and say, I want to start my own business is what you very commonly hear these days among youngsters. They're like, yeah. oh, I want to leave my job and start my own business. Yeah. Not, not if you had back then, um, in 2017. Yeah. I have a six-month-old son mm-hmm. and a two-year-old son. Yeah. So 
again, is is my son inspired me to start a business. Oh wow! So so back then, you know, uh, I have a, a proud father of two boys. Right. So six months and two years old. Mm-hmm. So I watching YouTube. I saw one of the masale mm-hmm. and teach a two years old kids um, balancing a two wheel bicycle. Okay. I see. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. So on one of my outstation trip in Singapore, I bought that two wheel. I saw it in in the department store. I bought it. I mm-hmm. brought it home, mm-hmm. and I asked my two years old son Jiahao, Jiahao, ride on this bicycle. Mm-hmm. Show Papa. Mm-hmm. So he start riding in the living room, and he keep falling down. Yeah, and he want to quick. Okay. So I was sitting at the sofa. I was yelling at him. Uh-huh. I say Jiahao, don't quick. Okay. Try your best. Don't quick. Try your best. I look at him. I staring at him, and somehow, the television reflection reflected back to me. Is ah me as a father? Mm-hmm. I haven't shown my son what it means try your best. Oh wow! Because I'm at the comfort, uh, you know, corporate world. Yeah. Very comfort zone. Uh, you know, well paid. Right. You know, have car, have wife. So so, but I've never been proud of myself of what mm-hmm. I'm doing. So all the credits go to my boss, go to the company, never go to me. Mm-hmm. So I never say anything to my son what did he have achieved today at work. Right. Never right. zero. So so at the time, one thing caught me. Say I need to show my son a role model. What is mean? Try your best, even if I fail. Mm. So that was on Sunday. I tend to resign on Monday without knowing what I'm going to do. I, I say I'm going to show you how what you mean. Try your best. So you didn't really uh, did, at that point in time. Did you knew? You, did you know you were going to do like Oxwhite? No, no idea. So very coincident. So I attended my resign. Mm-hmm. So I knew that the future after I attended resign, I knew the future would be in e-commerce. Right. Okay. So so what I did was to really um, go and go outside and learn from a lot of seafood mm-hmm. uh, about e-commerce. You know, I I flew to overseas uh, to took up a lot of courses, uh, knowing about digital marketing, e-commerce, entrepreneurship. Uh, I, I spent half a year doing just that, and I'm very glad. Uh, one of the mentor who I engage, his name is Vince Tan. Mm-hmm. So he gave me the idea of selling shirts online. Right. The white shirts online. Good. He said through through the Google search result, uh, white shirts in high in demand. Uh, so you might want to start something like that. Wait, so, this is the Vince Dunn uh, that that appears on your YouTube ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes like, now, 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 now. The time is now. Now or never. <laughs> now or never. God, the time is e-commerce. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. that because he kind of, he's dude, he's using your face everywhere, man. He's like, yeah, I helped this guy to achieve where he is today. But I mean, like, is he is he credible? I mean, I just want to just very curious because the way he markets himself sometimes kind of raises eyebrows from people watching, especially the <laughs> younger ones. Yeah, I I think um, everybody have their own calling. Yeah, what happened. He inspired me. Right. He, he makes me realize e-commerce actually is not that hard. Okay. Because me coming from a retail background, mm-hmm. I'm just like everybody else. Thirty-seven years old, have a Gmail account, Facebook account, Instagram account, just as a user. Mm. I do not know how to market them. So through his three-day course, I get to understand the perspective and spectrum of what is really e-commerce. Ah, I say it's not hard to comprehend. I Even I don't know it, but I just need to understand the concept. Jack Ma, don't forget once upon a time, he's a teacher. Yeah. He's not even a tech guy. <laughs> so he, But he understands the concept. 
mm. and he make things work. And so, he hired the people who were experts in yes. the field that he did not understand. Yes. So, so what Vincent gave me the perspective of art ah, is what it takes to build an e-commerce company, and then what kind of talent you need. And then once I know the concept, I use my own initiative, my own will to attract these people come and join me to this mission. Right. But of course, like with that being said, that I mean, even Vince like uh, inspired you. I mean, it's safe to say that he that you know, the whole uh, contribution to your success, Vince time was probably I would say ten to fifteen percent, and the other ninety percent is your own hard work, right? Yeah, me and my team, especially. Yeah, yeah. because like a lot of people would tend to think like if they join a course like Vince Tan, they will automatically oh I'm gonna make millions the next day because they have that perception because yes. they're paying money for that course. Yes. And so I'm gonna walk out a millionaire because I know what it takes. Yes. So same same school to I attend um, a Tony Robbins um, date with destiny and the other one in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Right. So there are twelve thousand people who attend the the event. Yeah. Right. Um, of course. Tony would not able to transform 12,000 people just like that. Yeah. But I promise myself I won't be the one in the 12,000 who can make it. Mm-hmm. So that really pushed me uh, because I know if I'm just like an average, I will get average result. Right. I need to work extra hard so that I can be there. Uh, you know, the very unique example. Mm-hmm. And true enough, you know, um, Two years after I started Oxwag, yep. the organizer of the Tony Robbins event, which is the Success Resources, mm-hmm. invite me to promote Tony Robbins events. Oh wow! Okay. So so that really touches my heart. You know, I uh, you know what I put my will, you know, my inspiration, and that happened. So because of the hard work. Yeah, you you were inspired, but now you're up there with them. Yeah, that's a great feeling. And and another great story about that is is. You know, um, when Tony was talking in front of 12,000 people, yeah. I, I kind of told myself, it would be nice if one day I can be up there as well. Mm. Literally, did, did I know a year after I started Oxwhite, I got invited by Success Resources mm-hmm. to give sharing um, of how me starting a white shirt, um, yeah. my entrepreneurship journey, of right. uh, starting a white shirt to where I am today, um, to share my story uh, alongside with great... Um, entrepreneurs of the world um, in Vietnam, in Thailand, in, in Taiwan with mm-hmm. like thousands of people uh, sharing the same stage, uh, even with Shark Tank oh, wow. people. So, okay. so this is really inspiring for, for me to, to do that. So, so I would say it is the willpower. Uh, of course, there will be, Winston train about, I think, a few thousand students every year. Yeah. Only I would say a few can make it Mm. Uh, it's not like everybody he gives you the tools it's you up to you if you want to use the tool and, and make it work right exactly and, and just uh, just for our, our listeners like, could you just explain briefly who is Tony Robbins well Tony Robbins uh, in to me he he kick your ass <laughs> he's a, a is he, is he a, a, a life coach or, or is yeah. he a motivational speaker yeah he's a life coach motivational mm-hmm. speaker uh, what he does the best is he, he kick you out of your comfort zone mm. and limit your own limiting belief mm-hmm. um, for example uh, a lot of things let's say CK you, you asked me Jin, uh, yeah. CK can you be a Uniqlo one day mm-hmm. um, a lot of people say no lies Uniqlo very big yeah. that itself limit okay I, I would not get that 
because I already start no lah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 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 what Tony does best first day of the 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 four days event in Singapore or anywhere in the world um, unleash the power. That's the name of the program. Uh, was that you need to walk on the fire, right? Coal fire. I think it's around ten feet of fire, bare feet. Twelve thousand people, everybody walk bare feet. Coal fire. Coal fire. Okay. Coal fire. Yeah, that's how he uh, want you to have the focus mm-hmm. and not looking at that and break through your own limiting belief mm-hmm. and and achieve that. So imagine he alone guide the twelve thousand people. Successfully walk past the fire coal. Literally, there's actually fire coal fire. Literally, yes, you oh. can see them. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah nobody, nobody got hurt, right? Nobody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so I think by attending his his workshop, um, uh, it gave me the I would say the the belief in myself. Right. I can do greater things. Okay. If I put my focus and my willpower in it, a lot of people lack of that thing. That that what cost them did not success eventually. Mm-hmm. They drop halfway. Yeah, because like they're always so results focused. They never focus on themselves first. Yes, because like that's what all entrepreneurs are, right? When they start an, a, a business, they always focus on the money first, the angle. Yes. They don't focus on themselves. Yes. Yeah, and yes. and and okay, that's so very interesting. Okay. So so that that is one of the most I would say life changing event that I attended. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I, I would encourage uh, those, you know, anyone who has no confidence, like who a lack of confidence of themselves, mm-hmm. to attend his 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 workshop. Were you, were you a person who who would lack confidence in the beginning? Um, I would say I'm not lack of confidence, but certainly I was at my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my conversation, I myself, if I think back, I have a lot of limiting belief. I see. Yeah. For example, why don't you try this? First thing I say, cannot one. Mm. Sure, cannot lah. That guy tried it. That guy tried it. All fail. I see. So, so why I dare to do like ninety nine cents promotion? Uh, have Tony inspired me? All these people have one thing in common: is they break the rules. Ah. They don't bound by their own limiting belief. Right. So, so uh, that that always I always remind myself. What is my biggest challenge today? Yeah. Is not the financially. It's not my team. Uh, it is still go back to individual. Like I try not to limiting my own belief, right? Mm. If I'm, I'm a, if let's say today I, I grow to such revenue and team yep. numbers, can you triple that next year or ten times of that? Mm-hmm. Can you be, you know, uh, take, be half of what Padini have achieved in Malaysia? Mm-hmm. So if I say yes, then let's do it. Okay. Yeah. If most people say no lah, we are very small. It cannot be one. Mm-hmm. Only two years old. So, so that that limiting belief, really, really, I have to always push because people once in comfort zone. Like today, we have achieved what we've achieved. Yep. We try to be make a lot of safe decision. Oh yeah, <laughs> because you're 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 focused so much on maintaining it, ma. Because you've grown it to be so big, you're like, okay, let's maintain this. We are yeah. we are good now. Maintain. Yes, yes, yes. But then, of course, you know, if you don't push forward, you have other competitors coming and then all of a sudden they'll just overtake you and that's where you fall and you become... Yes. You know, okay. So today you like our T-shirt. Yeah. At the back, I already told my team, let's, let's make the T-shirt improve 10% next mm-hmm. month. I How see. How can we do that? 
mm-hmm. guess someone has already take the t-shirt and copy it yeah sure there could be 10 company 20 company yeah so let's improve what we have now make it better and maintain the price or even lower how can we do because we built the volume right we can work with more better quality manufacturer mm-hmm. so and we can access more fabric choices let's do it don't don't stop there not okay. because you can sell tens of thousands of this shirt you will be very proud keep pursuing so Uniqlo is my benchmark oh wow so, so are you gonna um, you gonna eventually open up retail and stores and stuff like that I will mm-hmm. uh, that day when AI technology is enabled and become affordable mm-hmm. so when the day came um, you walk through the store I know Jinny Kim <laughs> oh, wow. and you already bought this product and right. my staff is just there to assist you to let you have a pleasant uh, experience of, of browsing in the store not tell you what to buy which is promo you buy through your apps uh-huh. and then you either pick up in the store or ship to your home I see so gone are the days you take out your credit card and pay at the cashier right uh, so when this technology available mm-hmm. affordable for us already have Amazon have developed it. Mm-hmm. Alibaba have developed it. It's, it's the matter of two years or three years time. This technology came to us. Mm-hmm. We will have the experience store. Oh, not wow. retail store. Experience store to experience go in and test. Test. And now you might come in and I say, this is our next month product. What do you think? Okay. So let customer be part of the store. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a very... That's a very... Mm, that's a very interesting concept. You don't go in there to buy, you go in there to experience. Yes, like Tesla. Okay. You can't, you, do you know that in Tesla, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, you, you cannot pay at their showroom? Yeah. You, uh, I heard. Well, I've only been to a showroom in Australia. I mean, I've never test drove a car. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mean you can't buy? No, in, what, what I read in, in, in Elon, okay. books, Elon Musk's book is that he initially, his, his model was, was just another dealership. Right. With a lot of car at a lot. Yeah. Uh, then he hires someone from Apple store. Ah, store. yes. So they deliver, develop this retail experience whereby the car only for you, anybody, come in, test drive, touch, feel, ask anything, no pressure to buy. They will ask you, even you want to pay, they ask you, you go home, choose the package you like, use your credit card and pay. Oh, they they will not allow you to swipe your card there and, and, and take the car off the lot. No, no such thing. So 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 that's why Tesla able to break to build a such great brand, uh, a brand that people love. Yeah, and, and anyone go walk into the showroom, even you are with international driving license, they allow you. I have friends that went to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. They can test drive a Tesla in Hong Kong. Wow. So so no question asked. And Because then does it also solve the problem of like oversupply? And whatever, like, does it does it mean does it hmm, does it mean that they only build according to what people order? Does yeah. that solve so, that too? So instead of you going to a lot and they tell you, oh, I only have red color with this package. Ah. So you actually the customer for you because they know the future of car making is personalization. Yes. One of the way they can stand out from the German car maker or Japanese car maker or Korean car maker, which are mass produced, yeah, not customizable. These people they customize to begin with. To do masses, oh. so, so that's what I like the most. Right. So imagine next time you come to my store, you can get any basic tier one. Yeah. It could be a free embroidery. I see. Any your favorite. To customize your own T-shirt. Yes. Oh. So why not? Why why not? Yeah. Why not? Right. Okay. Uh, and then you walk into the store, uh, just like you know we already know you and yep. know what you bought before and and 
the day before you came, you you browse underwear. Ah, oh, Jenny, here's just the thing <laughs> that you had just browsed yesterday. Okay, have a few of it and and no pressure. Okay, mm. nice. That's it. That's that's actually very very interesting. And uh, I mean, I I have to say that I I mean it's it's cool to hear a story lah because. This is what Tesla inspired me. Oh. Gone are the days where you go to local Starbucks or coffee bean. Yep. Every day at 10, you went in, they still ask you, what's your name? Yep. How you like your drinks? What size you want? Mm-hmm. Even you visit the store every day. So next yeah. time it'll be going there. Ah, I know you're a regular. Yeah. Here's it. Here's and, your, and your this usual. And your 10 string. Uh. And it's free. It's on the house. Wow. And they know, hey, Jeannie, why you didn't come today? Okay. They push you a coat. Please come before two. <laughs> man, wow, CK. Yes, it's more personalized. Yeah, CK. You know what? Um, I'm really happy to be speaking to you. To be honest, thank Likewise. you so much for coming thank today. Thank you. Thank you. I buy your products, and it's good to basically meet the person behind the brand. And uh, it's good to hear your story. I thank mean, I've you. seen your talks, and uh, it's really good to just like, you see, sometimes people only hear the stories of those really big brands, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're you're you yourself, you're such a humble brand. Thank you. And you've grown to like over a hundred thousand customers. And seeing what you envision in the next few years to come is very inspiring. And of course, kudos to your son because he inspired you to get the name. As CK. He started the business. Yeah. <laughs> um, and before we go, you know, do you want to say anything to anyone listening today? Well, I would say if, if a lot of entrepreneurs out, out there, um, they want to start their brand, please use Oxford as a reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can feel free to reach out, reach out to me in my Facebook, CK Chang. Mm-hmm. Um, use the pre-order model if you can mm-hmm. because how we started we don't have a lot of capital but it's today's world is is you must sell your story first yeah before you sell the product wow. it's not you sell the product and then figure out how to do the marketing so Oxide is a very life example uh, for you it's so much approachable it's like how Asia built the brand from Malaysia yeah um, people can welcome to reassure me I can tell you what's the secret you know, uh, of me successfully run the campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the world doesn't need another apparel company, mm-hmm. another apparel brand. But when we started Oxwag, you have to have a soul to it, what you believe in. So for Oxwag, we believe in Asian people should have the pride of looks good, feel good at a price everyone can afford. And with that, you need to go to Oxlite to get your t-shirts. I know I did. Thank you. <laughs> All right. CK, it's uh, been an absolute honor to speak to you today. Likewise. Again, Thank you. congratulations Thank you. Uh, on your business. Uh, I only hope it goes upwards from here. Thank you. I will continue to basically stalk your website and buy things that you will push towards me. Yes. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank I hope you, you guys Thank took you. away something from today's episode. It's really inspiring. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you know our socials. It's Mamak Sessions. Go to oxwhite.com. Get a t-shirt. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll speak to you next time.